Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna podcast. Well, good afternoon and good afternoon to our latest football fan. I'm back in the game. Back in the game. Playoffs have been going on, and you've never, Anna, you've never considered yourself to be a football fan. Uh, over the weekend, it was really in question whether you're going to watch the playoffs or not. I didn't even, I didn't realize that they were even going on. I didn't know what teams yeah. were in the playoffs, and then we decided that I'm rooting for the Ravens because they have purple. You chose the Love Ravens purple. to win over the yep. Texans because of their color. Yes. Uh, I think at one point you chose the Buccaneers over the Lions. I thought you, the pirate flag was cool. You thought they were the Tampa Bay Pirates. They're the Buccaneers. They sure. lost. So here's the thing. Uh, we're down to four teams. You've got Chiefs and Ravens and Lions and 49ers. Who are you going for? Are you going to go for the Chiefs? Are you going to hate the Chiefs like everybody else in Cincinnati? I have. Except for me? I have this hatred instilled in me. I believe Cincinnati has done it to me where I don't like the Chiefs. And I mentioned, <laughs> so I went to go watch the playoffs Last night with some of my girlfriends, they're real big football fans, and they were mm. like, let's go watch the game. So we did, and I said, I, for some reason, hate the Chiefs. I'm not sure why. And they're like, it's because we lost last year to them in the playoffs, and we should have won. I'm like, ah, that must be I don't think it's be, a good reason. That must I'll be, be perfectly why. honest. You would have thought it was a Bills. I went to the Oak, uh, the t- Oak Tavern right yeah. here in town. You would have thought it was a Bills bar. The way that everyone was cheering for the Bills. Uh, yeah. We were, the Bengals aren't in it. We were full-blown anybody but the Chiefs. I have, fam- I lived in Kansas City, so it's a little harder for me. I have family that lives it's there. Uh, it's fine. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, he's really good. We tend to not like people that are good. Go so, ahead, be uh, a Chiefs fan if you want. But anyway, that's going on. Oh, yeah. Let's also choose between the Lions and the 49ers. You've got light blue yeah. versus red. Which team will you be rooting for based on colors? Lions? We're going to have to go Lions. Good choice. There we go. I'm going for them because they're the underdog. They haven't done this like, I don't know, 30-something years. The maybe. underdogs are back on top, yes, baby. as Jelly Roll would say, <laughs> thank you from our latest football fan, Anna. Oh. Anna, you've not heard the audio of uh, El King on stage at the Grand Ole Opry, right? No. I've re- I read the story. I did not listen to the audio. It was a, it was a show where there were multiple artists performing Dolly Parton songs, and uh, she's getting some heat because she was really drunk. She admits it. I'll yeah. play the clip of the audio of her. And uh, she curses at some point. So this is the audio in question that's getting people fired up. This is L. King at uh, the Grand Ole Opry. I'll, I'll tell you one thing more. I'll tell you one thing more. Hi, my name is L. King. I'm
Okay, oh, well, no. she's not sober, um, no. but she admits it. And uh, what happens is that like, at first she said that thing about, I'm, I'm, I'm hammered right now, and people kind of laughed. Yeah. But then there's so many clips online where she'll say things, and it's kind of like crickets afterwards. And then it led to somebody yelling out that uh, they were leaving and uh, they something about they wanted their money back. Or So listen to this. You ain't getting your money back. I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing, Mr. Good, because you ain't getting it. So, Man. so the Grand Ole Opry has apologized. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said that kind of language, you know, because there were a lot of people online. It's a, supposed to be a family-friendly show. Yeah. And a tri- it was a tribute for Dolly Parton's birthday. So this is supposed to be a special family-friendly show. I think when you're at a show like that and things get awkward and uncomfortable as an audience member, that's where it's like, okay, like I'm not opposed to somebody drinking like an artist. Like there's plenty of people that we see that can totally perform and do fine. Yeah. But it's when you start slurring and... When it gets a little sloppy. And I guess this isn't the first time that something like this has happened for Elle. I know her... Oh, really? Yeah, her New Year's Eve celebration there were also which you know people said well it's new year's eve of course she was drinking that makes sense everybody is uh but some people who were in that audience thought it was past that line of just drinking at the event to where it becomes sloppy oh sloppy is such a there's other there are other instances where this has happened with her and Mm. so now people are asking duh maybe she needs some help that and it's not. She's mentioned in, in in interviews before that she does get nervous when she performs, and she does like to have a couple of drinks before she goes on stage. So maybe it's crossing. I feel bad for her personally. I understand the people that are angry because they paid money for the tickets. I would probably have been upset too. Well, and they have their kids there. Yeah, and they have their kids. I would have more than likely been angry as well. But I do feel bad for L King. I makes me wonder. Is she going through something and she didn't realize how sloppy mm. she was getting? And it just one thing led to another. I don't, that's how I feel. She's one of the funniest people I've ever talked to. She's one of the best interviews. Like I, I remember interviewing her and she was talking about like her and her baby. She had a baby at the time. She's like, yeah. we love riding in the back of the bus on the road because we get air when we hit bumps. And I'm like, oh, this is, <laughs> she's crazy funny, but she also has a good time. So you've interviewed her. Does she seem like a genuinely good person? Yes. You got good vibes? Yes, I've, genuinely good. Her yeah. family lives like in Ohio. Oh, do they really? Yeah, like over know. near Jackson, Ohio. So if you yeah. go east of here. Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. Okay, here we go. Brand new week, brand new question out of the Truth Jar. It is this uh, jar that we have filled up with questions. We take turns answering them. And uh, today we get to learn a little bit more about Anna, the little lady. Oh. Jess, come on now. Here we go. Uh, Anna, what's a myth about radio that you would like to debunk? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Radio voice. Oh, boy. That's, that is a big... Well, it's not that it's necessarily a myth. It used to be a thing. A radio voice. This boy, is do B-105. I know. Do, do I ever you, know? You know. It used to be a real thing where people did have radio voices. However, I started radio... Right at the time where that was changing and people realized that we don't want to hear a radio voice on the radio. We want to hear real people on the radio and how they really talk. And so right around the time I started radio, I did start out like this. I'm Anna and I tried to be so upbeat all the time. And my boss at the time quickly shut me down. He said, 
Yeah, why he, you- he's, he played a break of me talking that way, and he was like, listen to this. He said, now say something to me. And I spoke in my normal voice, and he said, that is how you should speak on the radio, because yeah. that is how you really talk. And it took a while for me to accept that, because just like most people, I didn't yep. like my voice. Yep. I thought I sounded, bleh, I don't know. Um, what I will say, though, is that I do think there is some sort of a... Um, Presentation. Yes. Yeah. We, I do try to speak more clearly and, yeah, be a little more upbeat. I don't want to get on and be like, B105, here's Miranda Lambert. You know, even if that's how I feel, I shouldn't really act that way. Um, yeah, because we're a little casual in real life, just like chatting. I mean, it's yeah. very similar to this, but, like, there's times, you know, me and Anna are having conversations. It's not lively. Sometimes you know I, mean? I get. Sometimes I mumble. I can be a mumbler for mm-hmm. sure. Where I'm like, I can't talk like that right. on the radio. But yeah. for the most part, this is. And I have run into people in public, and they say, "Oh, well, you sound different on the radio." Which always yeah, I've had that too. That shocks me a little bit because I. But you got to think we're talking into microphones, and there is uh, some sort of processing. Correct. There's but, magic things that happen yeah. to our, the the sound of what we do. It. It's basically like a an equalizer. Everything Balance it, it pumps it up a little yeah. bit. It makes me sound better. Yeah. <laughs> so that, both of us sound better. Yes. So that could be it. But then there are a lot of times where I meet listeners out in public and they say, I knew it was you because of your voice. Yeah. And that's a really big compliment. Yeah. Because that means that I am I really am being myself. And enough so that if someone were to hear me talk out in public and they listen a lot, they might recognize that. It's really but. scary though. When you first get into radio, it's really scary. To talk like yourself. It is. Because a trick that they they gave me when I first started, they're like, bring in a photo of somebody that means a lot to you and put it in front of you when you when you talk on the air. And you're just speaking to that person. You're going to talk to that person. And I'm like, I but the way I talk is boring and I have a nasally voice and who would want to yeah. hear me? So I started talking in this kind of voice. <laughs> Jesse <laughs> took it to the extreme. Yeah, I we don't, don't do that have, anymore. Yeah. I just don't have an example of how I used to. But the, 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 the picture thing with the bringing a friend, still to this day, if I'm trying to think about how I want to tell a story, I think, how would I tell my best friend this story? Yeah. I, so that is a trick that you know, I've it carried is. with it me. Is. It's a good one. It resets you. It, yeah. It, you know. And also, so, don't waste people's time. Like, if I see something crazy in the parking lot when I'm coming into work, I'm not going to come into your office or where you are and be like, so uh, here in three minutes, I'm going to tell you what I just saw. <laughs> You're not going to. I'll be like, oh, my gosh, I just saw this person throw this thing out in the parking lot. Exactly. And, oh, exactly. boy. You yeah. know, so this anyway. the whole thing. But mm-hmm. I do think that's a big myth. Well, you the, just the keep radio, being you. The radio voice. I'll just be myself. Yeah. Remember, I, I did get a complaint when I first started at B105. Mm. Someone said I sound like Charlie Brown's teacher. Oh, <laughs> well, like blah, 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 blah. blah, blah. <laughs> like, Nothing oh, I can no. do about that. That hurt. <laughs> All weekend long, I just dreaded letting my dog Jackson outside. Why? Because I can't trust him. <laughs> because ultimately, he just goes back there and he, he finds the mulch under the snow. Oh, yeah. I thought you had, weren't you putting him on a little runner thing? He broke his collar. Uh, he ran Yikes. too hard after a squirrel one day. And I went out there and I'm like, <laughs> why is he not attached to this thing? And I saw his collar in the yard attached to the lead and it broke in <laughs> half. What? And I go, boy, that couldn't have been good for his neck. 
But no. Oh the pre- so so what I do is I let him out. And by the way, he's been wanting to go to the bathroom about every two hours, which is, as a, is a dog owner, that's a lot. So I let him out. It's because I, of a medication that he's taking, though, right? Yeah. It's Okay. So I'm letting it, yeah. So I let him outside. I watch him. And he does number one first. And then I go, so this is what I do every time. I watch him go number one. Then I go to the back of the house and I look out the back window and I wait for him to do the other thing. And he does it. And the first thing he does, if I'm not paying any attention, he will walk up to the mulch bed and root his nose in the snow and he's looking for something to chew on. And that's when I bang on the window (laughs) and then even open the window like, Jackson. And he looks up like, and he runs back up to the door. I'm like, we are not doing this because if I didn't catch him, he would sit there and chew on that mulch. Mm-hmm. And thank goodness we've never had to go to the vet for stomach pumping or pulling things out. Whatever happens, yeah. I've spent enough money on him for other things. Uh, so, But I'm so scared we're going to end up at the vet if he keeps eating mulch over and over and over. He's a, yeah, he's a sensitive little guy. He, he I, is, and I took him on a walk, and he was, he's, aren't dogs supposed to be cool in the snow for a bit? And he was, like, lifting his paws up like they hurt. I'm like, buddy, we've walked four minutes. You know, I don't know. I'm basing Jackson's behavior, comparing it to my parents' dog, Margot. Mm. Margot could, like, eat a bed of nails and she'd be good to go. No problems here. Like, she's a tough dog. It's crazy sometimes. Yeah. The things that she gets into and whatever, she's always fine. Jackson is so sensitive. He's, like, at one point, his ancestors were wild animals, weren't they? Oh, did, like, if, what happened? If he didn't live with me, he'd be screwed. He is this not. Dog, he would be, I have saved this boy's he, life. He's very domesticated. Do you ever see those memes on social media? And it's like a wolf, and then it shows your house pet eating yeah. a pup cup. Like, yeah. what happened? Yeah. <laughs> Look what we've done to dogs. We've ruined them. Seriously. Like, they're not. Laying upside down with the one arm pointing up in the air. Yeah. Like, dude, if you ever got sent out into the woods, and nice knowing you. Your dog's complaining about cold paws. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the sidewalk. What are you guys doing out here? He has a paved path to walk on, and he's like, this uh, is too much. I can't. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I have a whole collection of towels I use to wipe his paws off when he comes in. <laughs> yeah. Like, you are spoiled. Yeah. I got into a car accident over the weekend, and... It was really scary. I I guess the reason I'm sharing this is because it's that time of year where there's ice on the roads. And sometimes it's it's the black ice that you can't see. And everyone might be driving normal speed on the roads because you think they're clear. And you hit that one spot. And that's what happened to me on Saturday morning. I should start by saying that I'm okay. (laughs) And your car's okay. Uh, And my car's okay. And no one else was involved. But it was Saturday morning, really early. I was heading to the gym, and roads appeared to be fine. And I'm starting to get on the highway when I hit a patch of ice, and I started doing the swerve back and forth thing. And next thing I know, I'm my car is spinning in circles. Th- th- there's a part on the highway where it merges off into two. You can go towards the Norwood exit, yeah. or you can go towards the Cincinnati exit, and it's right before you get to that point. So I'm kind of like in the middle of this two-lane area and I'm spinning in circles. The back of my car hits the guardrail, which then sends me flying off of the highway into a ditch, like all in the snow. When this kind of thing happens, it felt like I blacked out. It was happening so fast and I was so scared. I kind of thought I was going to die for a second. I know that sounds dramatic, but I, 
all that I was envisioning in that moment is, Anna, you are about to roll off the highway. You're going to start rolling, and you're going to roll into traffic on the other side of the highway, and you're going to get hit. And that's what happened in my mind. But thankfully, I didn't flip. In fact, my car is completely fine. There's a little bit of damage in the back. It drives. It's good to go. Um, I sat in this ditch in the snow for a while. First thing I do is call my dad. I'm like, Dad, I'm, you know, I'm crying. I'm like, Dad, I'm in the ditch. I, you know, I'm scared. And um, called the tow truck, got everything situated. It was really scary. I'm still talking about it right now is sort of bringing those feelings back. I'm afraid to drive now. Yeah, you really haven't done much of that. And I stayed home all day. <laughs> well, and, and I could tell not only like the rest of the day on Saturday, but like you and I typically text over the weekend. And yeah, Anna was not in a joking mood. Like no. she tried, but not really. And even yesterday, like you were just not really yourself. And then you walk into work today and I was like, what's up? And you're like, nah, I'm all right. And I'm like, whoa, like you're still, has it been two days plus days since you this happened? Yeah, but I still have that anxious feeling and it's not going away I will go away because I'm fine and, and no one was hurt and a, a positive side I suppose out of things is res- it restored my faith in humanity because while I was sitting in that ditch waiting for the people to come and get my car out and everything I'm sitting in the car because I can't go anywhere I'm in between the highway and another road and so many people stopped to check and see if I was all right because they probably see a car in a ditch and they see a girl sitting in there. They're probably thinking the worst. Several people stopped, came up to my car, even put their hazards on. They're like, hey, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. I'm okay. I I have people on the way. Don't worry. So the people that stopped to check on me, I've always thought I wouldn't stop if I saw that. I would just keep going. Mm-hmm. I might call 911 to make sure that everybody's okay, but I don't think I would have stopped until now. I think of those instances, if you see that there's a real, <coughs> excuse me, like a human side yeah. that comes out and you can't help but stop. You have to check on, if you witness it, you know, especially they, if they saw your car go down to the ditch, they probably know you're okay based on the way it went down, but they know it's also very scary. Yeah. Somebody went, went in all these circles and they... Thank goodness you went down face first instead of backwards. Yeah. Like, I think about that. Like, what if you couldn't see where you were going? And I and I could see where I was going. Yeah, I was face first. And luckily, the di- you know, when I say a ditch, it wasn't that deep, which was also lucky on my part. It was a best case scenario. But, oh, it was so scary. Yeah. I was just, I, when my mom came to pick me up, you know, when the tow truck's getting the vehicle out, I just sat there and cried. And I was like, I did, I was trying to do everything right. I, I woke up early on a Saturday to go to the gym. I know. I so tried I, to. <laughs> the one joke I tried to make, I go, wow, there's easier ways to get out of the gym. Yeah, that's, jeez, jeez. that's how it felt. I, yeah. It's like I was doing everything right. And then to see all of the cars on both sides of the road driving a normal speed. Yeah, you're like, this isn't fair. I must have hit the one bad spot. I wasn't speeding, which I think is also why nothing, there wasn't that much damage. I was just about to get on the highway. <sighs> the Honda just cannot get a break, can it? The Honda cannot get a break. It's been through a lot. It really has. And Is this why you're like, I need a new car? I do need a new car. You think car. it's just bad luck? Well, and my mom, being my mother, she's picking me up and she's trying to give me lessons of driving in the snow. I've driven in the snow. And so I told her, Mom, oh, yeah. I know how to drive in the snow. Yeah. I hit a patch of ice. There's no control there. 
And then I'm thinking to myself, Mom, you have a brand new car. Mm. Your car probably takes control when you hit ice and That's gets right. you to safety. I'm Got driving a Oh, we'll go ahead and take care of this problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad you. uh, your, your, your beloved Honda has lived to see another day. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, But uh, you, you get you back on the road again soon. You're going to be just fine. I'll be fine. And I think this is a PSA. Mm. Remember, if the roads, they may look okay, but yep. there is black ice out there. It can happen so easily. So yes. just be careful. Let Anna be the example. It's scary. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna, yeah. All right. Well, good. I'm glad everything is okay. Thank you. The new year. A lot of people are trying to lose weight, eat healthier in 2024. Yeah. Here's the number one dieting trick that everybody should know. Okay. Skim fat. Of greasy soups or sauces with ice cubes. How do you, what? How do you do that? Basically, dropping an ice cube into an oily soup or a stew or a casserole will um, attract fat, which then can be scooped out with a spoon. And they say, move quick because ice cubes melt. Um, well, okay, this is interesting. It's like dabbing a piece of pizza. Yeah. <laughs> this is what this feels like. Sure. So you put the ice cube in, the grease will all clump up next to it and then you can easier scoop it out okay all right i'd like to make a statement about this (laughs) as a person that uh, i I once weighed a lot more than i currently do yes and i will say this if you take the joy out of everything grease aka grease um you're going to have a real bad bench session on really bad things at some point so the point is like you know, it, you can have some, like, I use almond milk for a lot of things because I think it, it tastes better than water, but, like, I don't, I can't really tell the difference too much between that and regular milk. Yeah. So, and it's, and it lasts a lot longer. But if it tastes like garbage, sure, I can do it for a while, but, man, then I am just going to binge on something really unhealthy after a while. So, you have to give yourself a little bit of the good stuff. I would agree. You know? Yes. Key, the key is... Giving yourself a little bit of the good stuff. I like to give myself a lot of the good stuff. Remember, remember last week I told you I had three pints of ice cream and I ate three three days in a row. I yeah. ate pints of ice cream. That's my problem. Like I can't do that. That's not great for but me. But you got your fix, and you you will now not do that for a while. Well, my point being, normally the way I get my fix with ice cream is I will always eat an entire pint. But the thing is, I usually only do it once a week yeah. or so. This was three pints in one week. Like, I knew better. So you skipping this week? <laughs> I did. I skipped. Oh, okay. Oh, You're no, like, this I'm week we're back on. I'm back on oh, the pint. Right. Oh, no, 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 no. Maybe just one, though. We're all cut. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Back to one. Back right. to one. All of it, though. When men get a whiff of women's tears, they become less aggressive. This is science. I don't care what they smell like. If if women, if a woman cries in front of me, what do you do? It is game over. As I in? don't. As in, I will. I hesitate to give you this tool. I know. I'm, I'm giving actually, you a tool. I can't wait. I'm going to tell you. This tell is me. it. Go on. I will drop every argument. I will <laughs> completely back down. I will stop talking, and my my shoulders literally drop. I become. The opposite of aggressive. I become caring and I just don't, I, it's like kryptonite. I've not seen this side of you. Well, you haven't um, cried in front of me. I've not cried in front of you. Should you I try start, to make myself cry right no, now? No, you shouldn't. <laughs> like my sense of humor goes away. I don't try to be funny or sarcastic. Uh, there's been girls I've dated in the past. Like they don't cry much. I tend sure. to date 
very emotionally unavailable women. Sounds about right. But there's been a couple that would cry in front of me, and it's just like the argument's over. It, the uh, I cannot continue the argument. It's done. You have won. And I told one one time, she's like, oh, really? I'm like, stop it. Don't do that to me. I'm just going to take this piece of information, store it in my brain. You know what the worst um, part is? It doesn't work the other way around. When I start crying. <laughs> no. They you, don't go for it. Would it. No, no, no. Here, From a woman's perspective, not all women, but me personally, when I see a grown man cry, it is one of the most uncomfortable situations that you could possibly be in. Not in a bad way, like, oh, you're weird, you're crying. But it feels a little more uncommon. Yes, so I feel... You don't oftentimes see a grown man cry. So when you do, it's like, oh, my gosh, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to comfort you. This is not normal. Mm, when, I seeing hope I never a woman cry, cry it's us women. We're really in touch with our emotions. I'm just going to give you permission right now. I have cried on the radio before. It's been a while. It's usually, it's usually something serious, like something I wasn't expecting. Like my dad had a stroke a couple, like many, many years ago, yeah. eight years ago. And I started crying. Well, sure. And, and it's okay to be quiet at that instance. If you have nothing... To say, just, just, I'll get through it. I'll get it out. Unless I'm just, get to that point where I'm speechless. Go ahead. You and just take your I got to fill in. Yeah. I, I'm not fun to be around when I cry. I'm a, man, I cried real hard. I had broken up with this girl uh, and I was with my twin brother. It depends who I'm around. Yeah. But my twin brother, I was with him and I had to go pick up my stuff from her place. She'd set it out on her front porch <sighs> in Tennessee. And I was down there visiting and I had to go get it. And I, I just, I couldn't stop. I was like a <laughs> falling in this. That's terrible. I, 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 long story. We were also in a hospital room at the time for something else. <laughs> and my, anyway, I was like, I feel like we're getting divorced. <laughs> this is what a divorce what feels like. Your, what did your brother do? Joey, my twin, was so uncomfortable that I remember my sister-in-law had this look on her face of she felt so bad for me. And I just, just this empathy. And she would have gotten out of the hospital bed if she could have to comfort me. Oh, no. She looked over at Joey and kind of nodded at him like, now is the time you comfort your brother. And oh. he reached over and he just put his arm around me. <laughs> oh, this is so awkward. Another, that's the worst, is another... Another, Another grown, grown man. man comforting the grown man just, who's crying. We no words were exchanged whatsoever. So I just cringy. put his arm around me because he felt like he had no choice and he had, didn't know like, what else to there, do. There, there. <laughs> it's okay. I'm right here for you. I I tend to just say I'm sorry. I'm sorry because I don't know hmm. what else to do. No, it's okay. It's it's very awkward. They're nasty tears too. It's, it's oh. like it's just oh. I told you the last time I cried, technically, back in October. and Because of a heartbreak. Mm -hmm. And the time before that was back in February. Same girl. Also heartbreak. Heart, that one was that bad. That woman. I was drunk on red wine that night. <laughs> I'm just so glad I, I very didn't emotional. witness it. I'm worried. If I, the first time you cry, like, no. what will I do? Will I laugh? I don't you, know. you will be shocked. <laughs> you will question there. whether, you'll be like, whoa, your whole world will get turned upside down. Uh, I hope I never see it. Nope. Nope. Prepare yourself one of these days. I'll come up, take a big whiff. See if I become less aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> Shoulders drop. Hello. Hi, is this Mario? Yes, it is. Mario, are you my soon-to-be new friend? I hope so. Yeah, Listen, Mario, what's up? How much? 
So we got your email. We appreciate you applying to be my friend. I'll be honest. I told Anna, I didn't think we were really going to get any applications because people be like, <laughs> uh, you know, there's no prize attached to it. There's no yeah. concert tickets. But here you are. And you said you've lived here since 2009 and you really haven't expanded your friend circle since. Correct. Yeah. Mario, listen, man, 2009 and you still haven't made any friends. <laughs> I've got some friends, mainly through bowling. Um, okay. A few from work. But it's not ones that, you know, we hang out a whole lot. Because this is the same excuse Jesse uses. He's like, well, I'm not from this area, so it's been hard to make friends. I'm like, bro, you moved here 20 years ago. <laughs> like, you got to, I don't think this is a good excuse anymore. <laughs> No, it's not. <laughs> Listen, I'll tell you what, Mario. I'm not going to beat up on you because I understand. We Mario classifies himself as an introvert. He says he tends to stay in his comfort zone a lot. Are you like me where you have some really close friends, but it's a small number of them? Uh, yes. Yeah, in fact, most of my really close friends are actually... They're out of state. Uh, I've got some in California, some in South Carolina. Oh, man. You know, where I, where I used to live and... Yeah, those are the ones that were like the real close friends. See, this is where me, this is the problem, man. I made all of my close friends when I was in my early 20s, and none of them live here. They like all moved to Tennessee. Yes, pretty much all of them. <laughs> okay, so what about this bowling situation? Jesse, do you like to bowl? Is this... I do like to bowl. Okay. I'm, I do it for fun. Um, I did, uh, I mean, I just recently shot my first 300 game Whoa. back at the end of December. Um, but I really wouldn't consider myself like really, really good. Although some people do. I don't know, 300. Yeah. Anna, you don't get any better is, than I was going to say, isn't that a perfect game? <laughs> <That's> perfect. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. pretty good. Yes. Humble brag. Yeah, uh, humble brag over here. <laughs> okay, Mario, what about uh, lawn care? You got any stripes in your lawns? No stripes in my lawn. Well, I can't say really no stripes. Uh, when I do cut, um, some you know, some striping, um, not a whole lot because lawn's not real great. It's all good, but how are, how are you feeling about your edges? Are you are you trimming those edges up? <laughs> I try to trim them at least every other week. Ah, that's oh, fine. there you go. That's fine. As long as you're not one of those people where you've literally gone six months and the uh, the weeds are trying to crawl to the other side of the Oof. sidewalk. All right. <laughs> I've done that once, but it's, I don't let I don't let it get that far. <laughs> I can appreciate that. I, I think it's time for the awkward part, Jesse. Why don't you you know try to Mario, be a friend? Listen. Uh, you know, obviously I'm going to try to narrow it down, but sometime next week, I'm going to ask one of these people that I've talked to if they want to go get a beer and hang out, just grab a beer. My, maybe it might be right down the street. Uh, might even let Anna come along to yeah. see how things go. Does this sound like something you'd be interested in? Absolutely. This is easy, Anna. Like me, me and Mario, I bet we could talk. I got to say, Jesse's come a long way. Earlier this month, the first invite that he had to do I felt uncomfortable witnessing it, but he's gotten a lot better <laughs> at inviting people. So hopefully this works out. I hope so. Oh, all right. Well, we'll stay tuned, Mario. We've got your info. Uh, if you, uh, it, I, we might hang out no matter what, but uh, you're in the running. <laughs> you're in the running. You're so far. It's just you. <laughs> all right. Maybe we'll talk to another friend applicant tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. People line it up. Mm -hmm. Not really. <laughs> Not really. Oh, you can still uh, apply, yes. by the way. B105.com. It says, want to be Jesse's friend? And there's a short application. And just to be clear, I am the prize. Y you there's don't no win concert anything. tickets. No. But um, you might be my friend. It's just for fun. We talk about a random conversation we had earlier today. Uh, we kind of went around a table in a meeting saying, 
Do I smell? Do I have a scent? And I mean, not like just today, just in general. Everybody has a smell to them. Yes. Some more pleasant than others. So the reason it came up is because I said, Anna has the most sensitive nose I've ever known. We'll walk into a room. She's like, this room smells like butt. And I'm like, (laughs) I don't smell it. (laughs) It's because a lot of the rooms that we walk into are small, closed-in studios that have no filtering system and... A lot of people sit in them, and they're breathing all over the microphones, and it's, ugh, So then, So we, we just kind of, like, there was like five or six of us. We go around, and one person goes, do I have a smell? And one by one, I'm like, never smelled you, never smelled you. <laughs> because there's people that when that you follow them in the elevator. And yeah. by the way, these aren't all bad smells. Yeah. Uh, I guess, although, that is what we were trying to eliminate. We're like, no, you don't stink. But then it got to Anna. And I go, actually, with Anna... And I go, pause, I'm hanging on to this until we talk about this on the radio. Yes. And here we are. And it's so been killing to me tell all you, day. I'm about to tell you whether it's good or bad. What do I smell like? It is not bad. I could tell you that. And when I first met you, it was a relief because you and I have to spend so much time together in the same room. <laughs> and I remember I walked in a room after Anna a couple different times and I realized it was consistently a pleasant smell. And I'm like... <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Because we might work together for decades. This is so awkward. And I've never had the need to tell you this. Okay. And then I I said, and I go, do I have a smell? And one of our coworkers goes, yes, but it's good. I'm like, okay. I don't think I've smelled you. I wear cologne sometimes. And I do know... Don't you wear the blue? What is it? I know what kind of cologne you wear. And so I think I have... Smelled that, but I w- I'm cool with being without. Smell. I think that's I think that's just it. You don't have a smell, which that makes me happy. If you did have a smell, I would know about it. So, so here's my uh, like, yeah. What am I smelling when it comes to you? Is it uh, is it perfume or is it like your laundry detergent? Like there's something. So it, you would so you're telling me that you don't know what the smell is, but it's a pleasant like fragrant yes, kind of a smell. I would know that slash fresh. You smell you smell fresh. There's nothing wrong, bad happening with clothing. There's no mildew in the clothes. You don't. You're not a naturally stinky person. Thank God. I. I again though. I've worked with a couple people, and it consistently stunk. And it can smell. Yeah. Uh, I do get compliments often on my smell. I wear a perfume oh. that I'm pretty proud of. Like a Valentino, I don't even know which one it is. Can you bring that in one of these days? I just want to like go. "Mm, That's it. That's it. Yeah, I can actually. Wait, I don't know what you have in your bag. Oh, this is why I smell it because you're just applying it all the time. You know what's funny? I can't make fun of Anna. She's digging in her bag right now. I also have my cologne in my bag. Okay, let's smell each other's here. Oh, this is a well. Mine's a travel size. I think it's gone, but you can just kind of. I think it's uh, about empty. How do just, I? Oh, here we go. Yeah, try it. It might not spray much, but you'll be able to smell it. All right, here we go. Oh, I'm going to spray it on the paper. Here, here we go. You don't want to spray it on yourself. Oh, don't waste it. Jeez, that was like four. That stuff's mm, expensive. Yeah, mm, that's, is that it? That is 100% Anna. <laughs> that, oh, oh, that's it. You're just wasting that is, it. Uh, well, I sprayed it on do the paper. Do you know how much that little bottle is? How much? <laughs> it's like $40 for that little thing. That's expensive? For that? Uh, that's like, to, yeah, are you kidding me? I just Five put like 10 bucks on this piece of paper. Yeah. Well, just rub it on yourself or something. It's, yeah. It's like a little sample that. sheet. Uh, uh, okay, that's it. That's great. Ding, ding, dong, bingo. Phew. I'd yeah. get you mine, but it's way over there. It's fine. Uh, uh, wow, that's a relief. But my, my thought is like, if, if 
I wonder if people have ever worked with a person where they're like, listen, there's a stank happening right now. And have they confronted that person? And how did it go? Because that's an uncomfortable conversation. It is. Mm, I'm trying to think of our coworkers. Who smells? Okay, before we go down that path, 513-749-B105. Actually, I was the one confronted, actually. (laughs) Amy, Um, what happened? My friend and I run a daycare, and it frequently smells like dirty diapers. But we often talk to each other about if we ever smell, like we're going to tell each other. And I had a cold, and I'm like, man, I don't feel like I put deodorant on this morning. Oh, no. Like, let me know. And she's like, no, I, you always smell fresh. You always smell good. And it was one of these summer days where it was really hot, and we were outside, and I reached across the table, like, in front of her, and she's like, oh. Oh, no. Um, I don't know how to say this, but I don't think you put deodorant on. <laughs> and I'm oh, like, no. oh. Oh, she's like, I've never smelled that, but is now a good time to tell you that I'm pregnant, too? Oh, <laughs> no. And so, yeah, I went in the house and put the odor on, but I was also very thankful that she told me and we yes, didn't, like, true. have parents being like, oh, my God, you smell really bad. And so it was just kind of an awkward but funny moment. Anna, other than the, the pregnancy part, didn't you also deal with something like that in school? Yeah, it brings me back to third grade when the mm. kids said I smelled like onions. onions. Came home, told I was like, Mom, kids say I smell like onions. Uh, I don't get it. She's like, oof, no, bad narr- for deodorant. That narrows it down real quick. <laughs> get the air in, honey. Oh, gosh. Right. What about you? She was a couple cubicles over from me, and the second that she would walk in the building, the whole office could smell her. And I got pregnant, and I told her how I felt about it. Whoa, was it? It would make me sick. Was this a perfume that you didn't like the smell of? It was a perfume. So this woman had um, blue eyeshadow and bright red lipstick. If you can just smell her. You know, that's a smell. Like people are normally (laughs) that are wearing blue eyeshadow um, on the daily. That's a smell. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. I can, I can smell her right now. Me It'll be too. perfect. But let me ask you this, and we'll let you go. What did she yeah. say when you told her about it? She said that she would step off a little bit, like maybe not use four sprays and maybe use two sprays. Two sprays. There you go. Perfume. So for future reference, I need to watch out for the blue eyeshadow and the red lipstick. No, there's nothing wrong with blue okay. eyeshadow, don't red lipstick. That, don't keep that COVID mask, Candy. Mm. <laughs> I'm really proud of myself. I have made it. 22 days in the new year without purchasing any food delivery services. DoorDash, Uber Eats, a couple of my favorites. Love that on a weekend. Um, I would say I'm guilty in the past of getting a food delivery, gosh, multiple times in a month. Maybe four to five times a month. Oh. Yeah. And that adds up because you know that turns a $10 meal into a $20 meal. It, It essentially doubles. I know. We talked about this the other day. I went ahead. I was going to run over to Chipotle. I go, Anna, go ahead and put your order in my app. You can Venmo me. I'll go pick it up. She goes, it's only $8.60. I couldn't believe it. And I said, well, yes, that's the price when you don't have someone deliver it, when there's no tip and there's no delivery fee. And um, what gets me, and this is the part that I just don't understand. You're probably normally door dashing things that are would you say within a five minute drive? Oh, absolutely. So why don't you just go get it? Something about when you're home and your comfy clothes Doesn't stop and you me. could just sit there, get things done you, while someone else is on the way with your food. But I mean, I That's get it for like pizza delivery where, you know, it might cost you an extra three or four or five dollars with a tip, but you're talking double. 
I, I mean, this is goes from eight something dollars for Chipotle to twenty. It's crazy. That hurts me. It, it hurts, hurts me, me too. It's it's so, it hurts the, the only bank. reason I would do it is if I was sick and I couldn't leave. Which, if I'm sick, then I'll make an excuse for myself. But I set a goal in the new year. I'm not doing the food delivery service anymore. For you. And on Friday night, I kid you not, I had four different orders started. Like, of me starting an order, saying, no, 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 I'm not doing it. Then, "Ah, I'm really hungry. Starting four different orders that I started on Uber, between Uber Eats and DoorDash, trying to compare prices, trying to switch up restaurants. There was one restaurant that closed while, like, they stopped. They were like, sorry, you can no longer order. Yeah. This Mm -hmm. is a sign. This is a sign. And I ended up eating what was in the fridge. You're like, not today, devil. Not today. <laughs> Let me ask you this. After you ate, did you instantly go, okay, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad I didn't order. I feel fine now. Because you weren't hungry anymore. Yeah. Isn't and the food. Because you just had to look forward to the food. Yeah. It wasn't as exciting. I had a, a chicken sandwich. It wasn't the chicken wings uh, that oh, I was you craving. You love yeah. chicken uh, wings. It was chicken nonetheless. Well, I'm proud of you. I challenge you. you to go the uh, eight more days. Get Let's through the end it. of the month. Let's do it. Challenge you to do it. Jesse and Anna's emotion of the day. Uh, I'm annoyed today. Um, I mean, I, I feel oh. like I've been ill for a month straight. Um, it's the cough. <laughs> uh, I, I knew this was going to happen. I'm going to keep this short because it's yeah. very normal. Uh-huh. People that get colds, they recover from the cold, and then it's two or three weeks of just coughing hell. And here we are. I'm completely fine. But sometimes when I get on the radio with you, I get a little worked up. And I'm, what most listeners don't know is I'm constantly turning my microphone <laughs> off and coughing in the corner of the studio while Anna's talking. And I'm over it. I've been annoyed myself. I By think, my coughing? Yes, it's annoying. Oh, at I'm this sorry point. that my problem's annoying you. Is that your emotion? <laughs> Every two seconds, it's just. <clears throat> <clears throat> I'm like, you oh my God. Just be happy I didn't ask you for some of your cough traps again today. Well, go ahead. No, it's I like, don't want them. Whatever will shut you I up. I hate for the uh, uh. Mr. Annoying over here to bother you. <laughs> Anyway, oh my gosh, I think I just lost track of my what my emotion was. Good. Um, over that. Oh, I know what it was. I was feeling happy because Jesse just turned. Jesse just turned off his mic to cough. Okay, I'm feeling happy tonight (laughs) because I found out that Jesse thinks I smell good, uh, which I had no idea. I can't finish this. Jesse said I smell good because of my perfume. <clears throat> that was really yeah. all I had to well, say. I can't finish my emotion because Jesse is continuing to turn off his mic. No, I stopped turning off. it off now. I just want to make sure. Okay, I'll just leave it on. I'll cough when I need, need to, to cough. Leave, if people but... understand how bad you think it's annoying when I turn the microphone off. <laughs> um, but yes, the reason I said yeah. you smell, we had a conversation earlier on today. And Anna's like, do I have a smell? And I said, you do. And then I told her, it smells good. It's your perfume or it's your, yeah. you're just... Your clothing, it smells clean. You, you said I smell fresh. You do sm- fresh, fresh and clean. I'll so tell you keep, what, that's keep a that compliment, up. yeah. Otherwise, it's like, otherwise you have that coworker that you're, it's like you're afraid that they're going to have a cloud of stank around them and you try to avoid them. Mm-hmm. They just got I don't avoid funk. you much. Yeah. You do avoid me, but for other reasons. Not because of my scent. That's, that's that. Because of that, my talking. That, that uh, attitude cloud of or yours. that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Or that. All right. Well, have a great night. Oh, by the way, if you missed it, I'm just going to quickly bring up, uh, Anna's going to hate me for this. She did have a little bit of a doozy of a car thing oh, over the weekend. I did have a car accident. Ended up in a ditch. Her car is fine. She's fine. Um, but we're going to post a video of her telling the story. We'll put it up on our social media. 
at Jesse yeah. Anna B105. It did have to do with ice on the roads, yeah. and tonight there is expected to be some ice on the roads. So drive safe. <laughs> and Jesse yeah, is coughing is. again. Mm-hmm. Let's have go. Great, have a great day. <laughs> we will talk to you tomorrow. See ya. Hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.